Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Hello, this is Warriors Weekly. My name's Jeremy Bone. Welcome along. Uh, I'm with Adam Ash once again this week. Ashy, how are you getting on? Doing well, thanks, Jeremy. Yourself? Very well, thanks. Very well on a wet and windy day oh, here in Glasgow. It is. We had a condensed day today, so we've been out training this morning. It actually looks, I think it looks a lot worse from in here than it does out there. I mean, like, It's not too bad when you're running around. The, the flags are blown, but I don't know. It seems to be that the pitch seems a little bit more protected. Training was reasonably good quality today, which is good. Sometimes when the weather gets a bit wild, you see a lot of drop balls and whatnot, but... Uh, I think the kind of coaches made the decision to stay outdoors today, which ended up being relatively productive. So, yeah, all good in the hood. Excellent. Yeah, all good. And also joining us this week is Stafford McDowell. Stafford, how are you getting on? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome along. A lot um, warmer in here than I was at training. But yeah. There we go, so. so what? So what happened? So it's Tuesday. What? What was? Uh, what happened today in training? What's? What did you go through? It's it a, a tough day. It was. Yeah. Uh, we've started doing a fair bit of full contact. The, the last three or four weeks um, towards the kind of end of the main team session we do a sort of uh, the Benjus aka yeah. the non-23 um, we do like four or five live plays like from set pieces so you might have two line outs and a couple of scrums and the starting team basically just has to defend you for I don't know like five or six phases so it goes on for maybe five ten minutes and it's just, uh, yeah, it's good fun. Uh, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. Um, the conditions out there today meant it was quite a a tight attack from us, so there was a lot of kind of carrying up the guts and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, training was good. What did we have, Stafford? We had uh, an early start meeting this morning. Yeah, so in, in the gym at 7.15 this morning and then uh, and breakfast after that, and then we have our attack preview for the week. Uh, so Bogues, the attack coach, will, uh, will lead us through the plays for this week. Um, a bit easier this week, obviously, because it's the same opposition as last week. So there's not much, not much, oh, not too much change uh, from the week before. Uh, and then we're into uh, the backs of a speed session, and the forwards do lineouts. We yeah. had lineouts, um, some live malls, tasty, always good to live malls, and then some scrummaging. Petrus, he had us doing some scrum work, which was good. And then we had about a 10-15 minute break, and then into the main session. Uh, which they shortened by 15 minutes today, which was fantastic. Was that because of the weather? I think so, yeah. I think that full contact as well at the end. You're too soft, are you? No, I don't <laughs> think so. It might, well, it might be. I don't know. Maybe it's the Kiwi coaches can't handle this rough weather. I don't know. He was making it shorter. so no, It's not too bad for the backs. We stay inside and do a bit of sprint work while the forwards go outside, so it's a bit nicer for me. But Ashley was outside. He didn't look too happy when I came out, so <laughs> yeah. soaked through. Sorry, it's good once you get a bit warm. <laughs> you mentioned Petrus there. How's, how's he been? Because uh, he's still sort of doing this kind of player-coach role, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. <laughs> We should get him on. Has he been on? No, he's, he's, not, he's not been on, been on yet. yet. We'll well, he's on. one for us to get on soon. So yeah, he's good. Uh, Petrus is. He's actually been doing a little bit of training the last few weeks. Obviously, since Darcy Ray picked up his injury, but so he's now a bit more of a player than. Yeah, so it was weird. <laughs> so in pre-season, he was more of a player yeah. and also a coach, and then after that, he was just pretty much coaching. So he moved from his slot in the changing room up to the offices, <laughs> and he's now got his desk up there. But just in the last few weeks, he's kind of worked his way back down to the changing room. So, uh, yeah, he's good. He's one of these guys that seems to be able to just mix and match between the, the playing group and the coaching group. Like He's a really transparent person. You should see him doing his presentations in front of the, 
the team they're brilliant yeah. you probably won't see as much as I hear them as when I having do. lunch I can hear all the boys laughing through the walls <laughs> yeah but he's he's very creative in how he approaches his presentation so like today's theme for the scrums it was Star Wars themed so he's really good at ed- editing videos so basically he prepares it all on a Monday and he'll put together like a three or four minute video and there's always a theme to it so we've had like Chinese themes and uh, ancient warrior themes and today was Star Wars so I don't know maybe maybe one day he can share these with people but well, he did uh, a scrum masterclass last season oh right did he and he talked about the energy and that kind all of that kind of thing he's Don't very good very authentic that. and original so yeah. he's 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 pretty interesting but he uh, yeah he he go, goes back and forth between the coach and the group and the player group really smoothly and yeah he's, as far as everyone's concerned he's been he's been great in terms of leading our scrum this season and he obviously done it a little bit last season so yeah we're lucky to have him he's got his weekly energy giver video yeah comes out yeah that's quite funny he makes a video (laughs) with uh and he calls it was it energy givers and energy takers takers. yeah Yeah. and uh yeah you often see um something unusual popping up in there (laughs) my missus featured in one of the videos uh Told her about it, so it's all, all good to, to say here. <laughs> but, uh, I won't ask. Yeah, I won't ask any more details. Uh, but she was an energy giver. I'm pleased to uh, say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he, he's fun. He likes to mix it up yeah, a little mixes bit. Mix it up a wee bit. It's good. Um, the art of the scrum. Eh? Yes, it's uh, <laughs> becoming even more technical. What goes on in the scrum? Or something I was talking about earlier. I don't right? understand what goes on in the scrum. I'm at the back. Absolutely. All I know is I need to watch the ball coming and try and keep it in if we're going forward. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so technical. I mean, we saw a lot of that at the game um, on Saturday uh, against La Rochelle. You know, yeah. there was obviously there was a few scrums, a few important scrums as well. Yeah, uh, and they, it, it's it, I don't know. It's yeah, there was a lot of back and forth, back and, and forth. you know, at times. Does it depend on the referee as well? Does yeah, the referee's interpretation? The referees all interpret it differently. Um, you know, you go one week, especially when you get into Europe, you might have a referee that's mainly coaching in England in the Premiership and he'll approach it differently to a referee that's coaching in the Pro 14 so it's a very difficult thing to try and understand but you know with the guys like Petrus involved here and the way that scrummaging coaching's moving on he's watched you know when we're preparing to play a team in the weekend he's watched so much footage on these guys and he knows what their tendencies are and for him to also be a, a prop that's retired and I don't know how long his career was probably nearly 20 years yeah. at the top level. He's somebody who knows all the tricks. Um, so he's a really valuable person to have. And, you know, I think all teams seem to be going this way now yeah. where they have a scrummaging kind of expert in there who can uh, can help the team and hopefully get on the side of the referee. So it's not just looking at what we're doing, it's what the opposition are doing, oh, you know, what they're doing. 100%. More, more often more than not, because we... We have a process that pretty much doesn't change, but based on what the opposition do, we might tweak a little thing or two. So because of that, yeah, it's all about the opposition, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, from one to eight, we probably know off by heart what our process is step by step. Uh, We train it every single week, but yeah, it's all about what the opposition are throwing at you, I guess. And with, uh, you mentioned it there with Darcy's injury, it's an opportunity for... So Adam Nicholl to, to come in and show what he can do and get maybe get a run of games. Yeah, he's been brilliant. I mean, I played a couple of games for Stirling County with Adam Nicholl um, and he has been dominating. 
in the Super Six League, scrummaging really well, and when he's been playing, you know, in the loose carrying ball, he's making some fantastic line breaks, and he's a big unit, hard to stop. He's got some seriously big quads on him, yeah. and when he gets those things pumping, he's, he's, he's hard quick to as well. Down. He's he actually is, he's, really fast for how heavy, tall, hasn't he? I think he's ticking over one thirty kegs, and is he's he? quick. <laughs> so, Stafford, you've played um, about the Fuzz Rock Super Six. Yeah. Have you played against Adam? Or Thankfully, not against yet? Adam. Seen some of the. Boys have been bumping off and the hits have been putting in. I've stayed away from them. I played against Borough Muir my first game for air this season. And so I played against uh, Johnny Matthews was playing. George Thornton was playing. There was one more playing. Capsi. Cap no, Capsi wasn't playing when George was playing. Mesu? No. Was there one more? Uh, oh, Tommy Gordon. Tommy Gordon and Bruce Lockhart okay. were playing as well, sorry. Um, yeah, that was good because I actually live with George Thornton. So I said to him, I came back from two on Thursday, I was like, I'm not speaking to you again until Saturday. <laughs> till <the game> <laughs> Uh, it was good, thankfully got a win and then the week after that I played away in Melrose so managed to get two wins Great, how have you found it so far? Good, yeah, it's really good uh, good standard obviously there's a lot of new faces and uh, teams are taking a bit of time to gel but really impressed with the standard uh, that was there and I just think that step up in professionalism uh, the amount of like the more time teams have together obviously I think the better they're going to get so I think as this, this season goes on and into next season I can only see it getting better and better because you obviously played in the premiership as well so you can you can talk about it a bit more in terms yeah. of did you see it as a bit of a, a step up in yeah the standard i see it when there's people with, well i know in air there's boys coming from new zealand there's boys coming from australia and they bring a, a wealth of experience and talent with them that they can only grow the league so as well as there's a, there's a, a lot of academy boys play the boys that have been training in here they're all playing really well so Good. And I suppose again, as you say, more game time, more time around each other, spending yeah. more preparation time, so mm. that's all got to help. Yeah, definitely. Like I say, over the coming seasons, I can only see it getting bigger and, and better. Yeah, I've been impressed. Like when I've been down at Stirling County, the the step up in preparation and professionalism has been big. So you know, they'll have a a kind of session on a Monday night, which is sometimes kind of I think skill games, and then on Tuesday they'll have a review meeting and then training. Um, and then Wednesday, I think they have a is there a, a gym session? I yeah, think there I is. Yeah, I think air gym on a Wednesday. Yeah. And then on a Thursday, they have a team meeting before training. Um, so the whole process is kind of getting more in depth. And you know, players are obviously a lot of the players are have full time jobs and whatnot that they're trying to balance in between that. And then you've got a bunch of guys that are in the academy and they're sort of training here in the mornings. So. So I everyone's got different commitments as well. Yeah, all real and, and they managed to make it work, which is amazing. Um, you know, the the preparation that goes into it is is amazing, and I think it's going to show. Um, you know, I think there's still teams that are kind of finding their feet and sort of facing some teething issues, but certainly as this league continues, I think it's going to create a great standard of rugby across Scotland. Let's just talk about La Rochelle. Um, you, you mentioned it earlier, Stafford. Um, in terms of the the same playing the same opposition back to back is that is that quite strange because we've actually got that twice now with La Rochelle and then Edinburgh so is it, does that make the preparation slightly different uh, I think I think it's tough because you're obviously you could just look at everything that that didn't work on the weekend and take out but selecting a different option on a move might create a different opportunity this weekend so it's a tough one you can probably overanalyze it a wee bit but I think we've probably this week we'll just try and focus on ourselves quite a lot um, a good win away there last weekend we know we need another win this week, it's not going to be an easy game. Um, so I think we just focus on ourselves. If we get our role right um, back at home, then we can see us getting a good win. As you say, being back at home, nice to be back in front of the home supporters for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, I didn't travel the weekend, but a trip, a trip away to Lower Shell does take quite a lot out of the boys when you're playing and then travelling back home. Um, so nice to get um, 
get some weeks at home, you know, not be leaving the families and stuff like that. I think that pitch is just thawed out after the Leinster <laughs> game, so <laughs> we should uh, hopefully have some good conditions. Yeah. Um, that's the big thing about having the artificial pitch, isn't it? Even with all this rain, I think the forecast actually looks pretty dry for the weekend. So yeah, that's, uh, it's good. I was, we were down watching the Stirling County yeah. against Air Game on Sunday there, and I'll tell you what, it was a mud yeah, bath. It was a mud bath. You and, uh, in the stand. Yeah, it's so helpful having this pitch and just keeps the standard of rugby up, I think, you know, mm-hmm. stops it turning into a, a mud bath and a wrestle. <laughs> so, yeah, we're lucky. Yeah. And then 1872, just around the corner. You've not played the 1872 Cup no, game I've yet? No, I've never played against Edinburgh. So it's something you'd like to, a game you'd like to play in? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a game everyone who plays here wants to play in. Uh, there's so much buzz around the club the week that that game comes around just because obviously with there only being two pro teams in Scotland, you don't get that derby very often. So any chance to kind of get one over on a local rival um, means a lot to the club. So yeah, it'd obviously be something I'd really love to play in, but just have to wait and see. You've played in a few, haven't you? Yeah, I've played in maybe four or five. Five, yeah. Um, always physical games. Like In my experience, one of the most physical games of the season because there's a lot at stake. You know, there's guys that are playing for... Obviously, with the the Six Nations around the corner, they're playing for spots. People want to impress, and and you know it's just that thing where I think sometimes you see it in training as well. When you're you're training full contact against your own teammates, there's that. I don't know what it is, but yeah. there's just that wanting to. There's some big shots going into the ah, There is. There's. It's extremely physical. Yeah. Players so want to play. Everything just goes up a level. Yeah, and I think the same dynamic plays into these yeah. Yeah. these games as well, where we sort of know each other and. Everybody wants to be dominant, so... No one wants to be the soft guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody's taking a backward step, so they are huge games and, um, you know, exciting that they're just around the corner now. Um, There's three of them, obviously, again. First one's here at, at Scotston, which is sold out already. Brilliant. And there's, uh, I believe, there's over 14,000 already bought tickets for the, the leg at BT Moneyfield, so there's, there's going to be a lot of people watching. It's going to be a big atmosphere. It's going to be great, isn't it? Exciting, yeah. It's uh, that's amazing that the, the game's already sold out here, um, and that's first up. So yeah, really, really looking forward to that, and there'll be a big buzz around the club certainly after, hopefully, a positive result this weekend. All right, Stafford, let's uh, talk a bit about your road to Scotland. Um, yeah, just tell us a bit about how you got here. What, what's your what's your background? Um, so I started playing rugby at quite a young age. Uh, my dad was quite a keen rugby player. Um, he actually played for Glasgow District um, before it was professional. Um, and here so as well, position? second row. You should have been nah, second row. Man. His you're you're yeah. uh, six five, are you? Yeah. So you're a wee bit taller than me, and I've been in second row. So oh, maybe I should then. Maybe I should consider a switch. <laughs> maybe well, later on in the career. Maybe later on, yeah. I get a bit slower. Get a bit slower. <laughs> I'm on the border at the moment. But, uh, so so yeah, you I'm played for Air and Glasgow District, is that right? Uh, yeah. So you yeah. played for yeah Air and Glasgow District. Uh, so he originally got me into rugby. I can't remember how old. I think it was when you could first start. Kind of thing. He took me along to minis. So I played for Stewartry. Uh, rugby club um, I played there till I was under 16s um, so majority of my career so far has been there so it's my home club uh, means quite a lot to me and then from there um, I got the opportunity to go to Merkston Castle for two years <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's a great opportunity hey good school good rugby How'd yeah you very find good it? school very good school very good rugby <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so I got the opportunity to go there for two years and be coached by Rob Moffat and Roddy Deans uh, so that was a great opportunity. I loved every minute I spent there. I uh, got to sit some A-levels as well, which is quite helpful. 
<laughs> did you did you have a lot of success there on on the, the rugby, rugby at the A levels? <laughs> well, both. <laughs> uh, rugby, my first my first year, we got to the cup final, and we lost to Watsons. We got torn apart by Robbie Nairn. Is that final. right? Yeah. Two oh. sixty meter tries. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> did Robbie gutted. go to Watsons? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. So who else? Like what other guys would you have been playing against, or who were playing in your team? Did you have anyone uh, who's kind of pushed on? Zach Mercer was in my oh, year, my first yep, team, yeah. so he's obviously doing pretty well. Uh, he also Dan Nutton uh, is training with Edinburgh, I think, at the moment. Right. Um, Jamie Doby was at the school, but not. He was. He's a lot younger. He was still you. about. <laughs> yeah, he's just joined the school at that point, I think. <laughs> um, and there's various boys playing uni rugby and stuff like that, and um, various levels. So I was there for two years, and then I went after I left school, um, went home and worked on the dairy farm for a year, and started playing for air. Um, end of that season, John DL. Uh, took me to the World Cup with the under 20s and off the back of that I got a stage three and was training in here a bit so and then I think a year later was when I got off of my pro deal so and you played for Scotland under 20s yeah I played two seasons of under 20s so and was John DL coach uh, the then? first year John DL was the coach uh, well Sean O'Neill was the coach in the Six Nations and then JD came in for the World Cup then the second year it was Stevie Scott in the Six Nations and Brian Redpath at the World Cup and you captained was in, the the world, in the second the world year, was cup it? In the second year. Uh, so what's captained. it like? Is it good having, although you're maybe not working as closely with yeah, it's n- JD, it's nice to have him around? Yeah, nice to have him around, yeah. Uh, there's quite a lot of boys from that team in here, especially with guys like George Thornton coming up now, um, who are key parts of that team. It's nice to kind of be back training with a few of them, back playing with a few of them as well. Is he um, a, good, a good mate of yours? Obviously, you said uh, you're Yeah, we live together, yeah. so um, yeah, he's a good mate. So and what about the flat? So who else is in the flat? You got... I uh, got George and Marshall. Uh, Marshall Sykes, one of the boys in the academy, so he's a stage three player. Good fun. Good fun. Who does the cooking? Uh, we've got uh, Ryan Wilson at the door trying, trying to break to in, in here, but, but it's locked. Yeah, he can't get in. He's, uh, he's drawing things on the window now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry oh. about the noise, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so was that a question? Who does the cooking? Uh, who does the cooking, yeah. Uh, originally, at the start of the year when Marshall was in training, we kind of all cooked as a, a three um, so we took it a night each, um, then kind of schedules changed. So um, me and George cooked for ourselves and Marshall cooks for himself. Oh, right. <laughs> he fancied himself is as it's a king cook. So. to do with the schedule, is it? Nothing else? Not the quality of I'll the go with it. It's to do with the schedule, schedule right. in case he listens to this. He's <laughs> <laughs> cooking rotten. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. George oh, will back nice. me up. So. so what kind of stuff are you cooking? What's the Basic stuff. There's yeah. not much variation. Ready meals? Uh, no, no, we're past ready no. meals. Okay. There's, a lot, there's a lot of chicken and rice in there. Ah. Um, yeah, George takes a bit of feeding. He's quite a big guy, so he is. Yeah. Big, big popo, big yeah. prop. Keep him going. Yeah, he's another good. one we need to get on. Actually, we'll get him on. He's a good lad. He's yeah. uh, integrated himself nicely to the squad. Yeah. He's a well-liked character within he the squad. So we'll well-liked get him on. Yeah. Um, oh, that is good. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad the the flat situation's going smoothly and it's smooth as it can be. Yeah, and you got into Scotland training squad last year. Yeah, you want a bit more of that? I presume is that something you want us to aim for going forward? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I think for anyone who's kind of in this squad and is qualified, then it's an ambition. Um, I was just a bit surprised to be there last year. I didn't really expect it. I was a, a late calling, um, so obviously I'd love to be back there, but um, just would focus on playing here first, and then that'll come after that. I think. So with Christmas coming up, what uh, what do you guys want for Christmas? What's on there? What's on your lists? Uh, I'm not sure actually. Um, I've not put much thought into it. Uh, my fiance's been asking me a little bit uh, for the last three weeks and still not really come up with much. But I don't know. I'm thinking maybe some 
Apple earpods. Oh, lovely. Ooh, the new nice. ones, yeah. the pro ones. Yes, maybe. Going? My only issue is, is that my left ear has got a bit of a cauliflower bump in it. And I've, when I've tried them before, not gonna fit. they've not fit. But somebody told me that they had this thing where you could edit the size of it or change the size of it. Yeah, so if I can new, get that the done. The pro ones, yeah, the new ones. I might uh, go for them. Yeah, well, nice. And yeah. you? I'm the same. I'm completely stumped as to what to, to ask for. Um, me and Tommy Gordon were looking last night and uh, we got a bit of time off in January so we're going to do some travelling around Europe so might just ask for a bit of money towards a bit of travelling that'd be good that would be, that good. Would so be nice Tommy is where are you going to go? Oh, Tommy's taking me everywhere I don't know where we're not going <laughs> he's looking for the he's gone on that Skyscanner app and he's found the cheapest flights so we're going to like Bratislava and <laughs> uh, where else are we going? Prague Prague, Vienna Budapest and then Berlin then wow. back home in so 10 days in 10 days well, yeah well, yeah just about yeah 10 days so wow that's I think quick it's, yeah and we he found edinburgh to bratislava for 10 quid and then you can get the train to vienna from there and then just we just dot about and i don't think any of the flights were more than 20 quid fair play so so that would be fun that yeah. would be good then we just got to find somewhere to stay and for people who don't know tommy he's the most relaxed bloke you'll ever meet in your life so he'd happily rock up to bratislava with nowhere to stay and just hope that it'd work out <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to take the, charge I'm a bit of the opposite <laughs> yeah, i'll need so. somewhere planned out to stay before yeah. we go hotels or hostels are we looking at airbnbs i think oh that's a nice um, to do, yeah. but we'll kind of i guess i'll have to just play by your review but <laughs> that'll be nice i'm sure uh yeah i think the guys will be looking forward to that two and a half weeks off hopefully yeah you're going away somewhere uh i am I've gone to Amsterdam. Again? Yeah, I love Amsterdam. <laughs> I do. Uh, myself and Elisa, we're going uh, for three nights, so should be good. Um, got a nice hotel, and uh, again, like I don't know what it is, but all the flights around Europe seem yeah, to be so, so cheap, cheap at the moment. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're we're heading over there, and should be good fun. We, we just love walking around, um, bit of cycling, and go to the nice little kind of cafes and whatnot, nice food, uh, just a good buzz. It's a nice city. Mm. Yeah, really nice city. So, um, uh, yeah, that's the plans, but we'll see what else happens. Could be some further plans if, uh, if I've got a little bit longer off. So, we'll see. Talk about Christmas presents. Have you seen what these scooters that everyone's got? Like, oh, Sammy's going to ride one. Yeah. I quite I quite fancy one. I don't know. You should get one. I like quite often pass Sammy in West End on his scooter. Yeah. Well, you, your commute's too far. It's too far. I think 40 miles is probably <laughs> too much. But that, it's, it's, they're great, aren't they, for around the city? Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. if you were pretty central, then it'd be amazing. If I see whenever I drive to train in the morning, I always go past DTH. He's always on his. Yeah. Coming in from Scotland, it's ideal. He's got his gloves, he's snood, and he's hair. Oh, yeah, it looks quite warm under there, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, they, are, I think they cost like three or four hundred quid. Yeah, are I they battery so. charged? I think the the more you spend, the the better you get. Well, you pay for what you, you get. get. Yeah, you get what you pay for. I think. I'd need a very expensive. You would. I had to get in time for work. <laughs> <laughs> but someone was telling me about this this scheme in uh, different cities around Europe. Have you seen this where you can just pick them up and you know like drop them off? It's like I think it's run by a taxi, famous taxi company. Um, and then apparently in Paris, you know, and I, well, I was in Paris recently. I saw them everywhere. Yeah. These scooters, and you can you go on an app and you just say, "I'm going to take it," and then you go around. And then that's great. It's a great idea, yeah. isn't it? Maybe they'll have that in Amsterdam. I can maybe they will up for that. Yeah. It's like the bikes that they have. You know, the, yeah. the bikes that you can get the little app yeah. on your phone. I don't know how many Uber drive or what not. Uh, what do you call it? What's the the guys with the backpacks on? about delivery delivery yeah, delivery yeah. drivers yeah. i've seen like i don't electric know electric bikes yeah what these guys are thinking but they're like 
using these bikes and it's like minus five outside and they're cycling around in shorts and t-shirts <laughs> delivering food <laughs> like man fair play fair play that's uh that's some effort that is some effort fair so, yeah. play yeah all right well thanks guys uh, for for joining us this week on warriors weekly uh all the best the weekend no problem thanks for having me thanks this is warriors weekly <laughs> That's all for this week. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, tickets are still available for Saturday's huge Heineken Champions Cup match against La Rochelle at Scotston. Kickoff is at 5.15 on Saturday. Uh, you can get your tickets from glasgowarriors.org. And we'll be back next Tuesday at 5 with more Warriors Weekly. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.